Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. These employees that are always wanting, uh, you know, a pat on the back, I don't have time for it. You think people are running by me telling me what a good job I'm doing on this show? Ohio! Jeff Lutz. Never. And there's a reason for it. You're not doing that good of a job. Oh, shocking monsters. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. Listen to this if you can. All right, we are back. Second hour of a Friday show. Bob Lutz, Chris Davis, your co-host. Chris Davis, formerly, how many years did you coach high school basketball when you add all add it all up? 35. 35 years. Head coach, uh, how many of those years? Oh, half of them. At least over half. More than half. Over half. Yeah. Head coach at uh, Garnett Liberal. Was, Garnett was my first job. Garnett. I remember that. We wondered where the heck. What? 45 minutes from Island Fieldhouse. Uh, it's not bad, but uh, Garnett, Liberal. No. Uh, now you're going to throw, throw it out the window. Garnett. Okay. Then Capon, Wichita South. Liberal Mays campus. There you go. Six schools. Was there a job that you wanted really badly that you didn't get? Oh, the first one I ever interviewed for was Shawnee Mission Northwest. Really? I really wanted, because I wanted to live in Kansas City. And, um, you know, you always hear about how good the Shawnee Mission School District is, and that was really my first big interview I ever had. I uh, I interviewed it for the Chanute job one time and called Ralph Miller and asked him to make a call for me. Really? Yeah, yeah, and he did. It never, never. Well, made... I, I can't believe Ralph Miller made a call. Uh, yep. What did he say? I don't know. He might have <laughs> said, "Don't hire this guy." <laughs> but yeah, I called Corvallis, uh, Oregon, and I talked to his wife. And uh, I told her the situation. She said, Coach isn't home right now. I'll have him call you. He was retired at this time. And Ralph Miller called me back, and we talked. And he goes, yeah, I'll gladly make a call for you. Good for you. That's big. All right, we said we were going to divulge the Shocker non-conference basketball schedule, uh, dates and all. And I see more good than not good. You're a little bit more uh, critical. 
Uh, they have an exhibition game on October 29th against Rogers State. Couldn't care less. They opened the season November 6th against Lipscomb, which had a decent year last year. Decent non-tournament qualifier. They play uh, November 9th against Western Kentucky. That's a team with good tradition. Non-tournament they, qualifier, one game above 500. Uh, they have friends on November 12th. Okay, well, I'm not going to say anything bad because I'm sure that <laughs> my mentor had a lot, worked his butt off probably to get that done. So Dale Faber. Kudos to them. Uh, where is Fabes? Uh, it would be good to talk to him about that. It game. would be. If he worked a lot to get that done, was that work that friends wanted him to get done? I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. No, it's fine. It's good that they get the stage, right? Yes, absolutely. Newman's got it. Why can't right. friends have it? And good for the NAIA school. Right. You have friends. And it'll, it'll give them a lot of money for the program. November 16th through 19th, they're in an interesting tournament in Myrtle Beach. A lot of good mid-majors. I, I, I don't have the field in front of me. If you were Jeff, I'd say get on that, but you're not fast enough. No, I'm not getting I don't have a computer. Well, you, you, his phone, he gets it done. Uh, Norfolk State on November 25th. They had a good record last year, but they're, they're not a threat. Non-tournament qualifier. Uh, Richmond coming back here after the Shockers played there last year. That's a, that's a good program. They weren't very good last year. The Spiders. We'll see if they, uh, you know, that's not a bad game. Uh, Missouri uh, coming up the, th- the 3rd of December in Columbia. A return game after that game in Wichita last year. That's a good game. The, that, that's, that, a, that's a good team. Cannot, cannot uh, criticize that one at all. Dennis Gates can coach. You don't, you're not agreeing with me. No, you're not, I didn't say that. I didn't say anything. I agree with you. December the 9th, South Dakota State at Intrust Bank Arena. A good team, but it doesn't tickle my fancy for that game They're to be an Intrust. They're an okay team and a, a good program. Uh, that should not be an Intrust game. No. We got to shoot. We got to get higher aspirations for our Intrust Bank game. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't move the needle. No, that's that's not that's not what we want for Intrust Bank Arena. Uh, December 16th, a home game against Southern Illinois. I don't mind that. That's a good – they were 25-10 and 10 last year. Kind of re- conjures up some Valley it does, pass. Yeah. I, it's okay. That, that's all right. That, that's all right. I don't mind playing a Valley team. It would be better if Barry Henson was coaching Southern Illinois, but yeah, that's would. not the case anymore. Uh, the 21st, K-State, and then the 30th, KU, uh, both on neutral floors. Uh, I'd give that non-conference schedule a B. You're a little bit. No, I'm tough. You're greater than. No, I I grade tough. There aren't too many games that you just have no interest in, and that that was the problem last year. Too many games that just didn't appeal. There were there. No reason to want to go see them. No marquee matchups. I don't mind going to see Richmond or Southern Illinois or Western Kentucky or Lipscomb, even Lipscomb to some degree. What state is Lipscomb in, Bob? I think Tennessee. Good job. Right uh, outside Nashville. Right. So, I mean, I I, I give this a, a pretty good grade. The, the reason it's not higher, the interest game doesn't do it for me. They're not going to sell that out against South Dakota State. That needs to be that needs to be power five. Yes. 
Absolutely. And it doesn't need to be Oklahoma or Oklahoma State. We've been there, done that. That would have been a, a good place to play. Let, let's, let's pick a team. Uh, that would have been a good place to play. Colorado? Colorado wouldn't wouldn't have been bad. Uh, I'm a little. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Arkansas there. Arkansas. Can you? Iowa. Yeah, uh, Arkansas, Iowa. Somebody with national appeal. Right. And and some tradition. Yep. That I would game agree. should. You should set your heights very high for that game. Uh, I love the interest game every year, but you can't let it start to slip. You can't let it start to, to go down. You know, the one thing, quality. That, one thing that the interest game will do is that in, in the past, it hasn't been included in their season ticket package. So it gives, you know, some people an opportunity to see the shockers score. You could have done it the last couple of years, you know, but before that it was hard to get a ticket. And a lot of people could see the shockers for the first time at interest. So, and COVID threw a wrench into everything, including that game. But now it's time to build it back up. And and we, if if I'm gonna say anything to Paul Mills and the people who do the scheduling at Wichita State, build that game back up. South, let this be the last year that we have somebody like South Dakota State. I'm sorry, I don't need to see the Jackrabbits. Okay, although they are a pretty good team, they're okay. I don't need to see them in that game. No, I agree. You want to schedule them at Coke Arena? That's fine. No, you got Not a, great a bad point. game at all. Uh, but boy, we we gotta we gotta see the game at uh, the Coke Arena or at Interest be something of note. Right, right. On a Saturday night and get people out and have dinner and get old, you know, make it bustle down there without question. Yeah, it's part of our culture. Yeah, that that's what you want to do, right? You want to. Go to have dinner, have a good dinner, and sit down and relax. Go watch the game. Go out. Go to Old Town. Yep. yep. Uh, hang out. Uh, go to wherever downtown. Yep. You know, we're we're building up downtown. I hope we build it up even more uh, with a new performing arts center. But we can get into that later. <laughs> it is. It's much better than it used to be. Much it is. better. They they are they are making some strides. Well, we it. had to fight like cats and dogs to get an arena built. And we had to fight like cats and dogs to convince people that it was time for a new baseball f- stadium. Uh, I cannot believe to this day the number of people who told me, why don't we just fix up Lawrence Dumont Stadium? Are you, you'd been in that stadium. You can only put a Band-Aid on something for so long. I mean, I am, I was, I, I was, I was, big time in favor for a new stadium now did i hate to see it go yeah but being in the same spot that where ld was it it's a great great facility you know, and good a funny place. thing happened what's that you know you you you've got i went to lawrence dumont stadium probably as much as anybody uh in in the history of wichita outside maybe a, there's probably a handful who could have rivaled it but i covered teams there i went as a kid i was in that stadium a lot and the the most amazing thing happened. My memories are still there. I still remember that stadium and all the great times I had. But now I don't have to smell it Yeah. when I walk in the front gate. Well, you're right. You're now right. I, now I don't have to deal with it. Or anymore. go into a broken bathroom. or Right. You know, yeah, exactly. And 
It's uh, and in much 50, more fan friendly. In fifty or sixty years, this new beautiful stadium we have now will get run down. Right, and we'll probably have to build a new one. And that's just the way life evolves. It's a cycle. It is a cycle. Got a little wound up there. He did. Well, shocker basketball and baseball in this community mean a lot to me. And I don't want to see there, – there, there's nobody like uh, th- th- that has the job I used to have as a columnist in this town, a sports columnist, that kind of wants to stir the pot a little bit and make people maybe think a little bit. Like this schedule will go out and everybody, oh, the social media, oh, look at this, it's wonderful. Oh, go Shockers. And, and, and that's all fine. But it's okay to have a critique of, of what's going on, too. So if you were critiquing this for the Eagles I'd in the morning. I'd write exactly what I, if this schedule had come out, my column tomorrow would probably be, this is a fine schedule, but you can't let Interest Bank Arena get away from you. You can't start treating it like this, South Dakota State. Not going to work. That's not big enough for a 15,000-seat arena. It's not a marquee enough game to put in that arena. Uh, not after you've had Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Now, you know, there, there were some games down there that didn't do much for me, but the Shockers were really good at the time. They Southern played Southern Mississippi. Yeah, well. So they could have played Sisters of the Poor and it would have drawn uh, a great crowd. But you need to bring your a, a big-name opponent. It's great that you're playing K-State and KU, although the KU game's being done to uh, increase the nil money, which in this day and age I guess you got to do, but it uh, doesn't mean as much because it's a one-time thing. There's not a four-game series associated with this. And KU is going to be a top 10 team, and Wichita State has a new coach. So it's not like this game is going to be hotly contested, most likely, right? I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I would totally agree. But if it was a four game series and you give Paul Mills a couple years to get recruiting going, and, and, and who knows? How long, will, how long will Bill self coach? Yeah. You know, he hadn't left. And he's he has stated he's not going anywhere. You know, he's fought the fought through all this so-called adversity with Adidas and the NCAA. I'm sure he's had offers to go, you know, to the NBA. Um, you know, Roy Williams, if, if you ask him I don't now, think he'll ever leave no, KU, but I do no. think he's, he's not going to coach forever. No, I, I agree, but I think he enjoys what he does. He looks good. His pictures recently. I'll give you look, over under four years. Um. He's what sixty, one sixty two, under maybe under. I'd say under. I'm not sure he's quite. I think he's sixty. He's older than I am. I'm sixty one. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Yes. Now you got me wanting to look that up. I guarantee he's sixty. He's probably sixty two or sixty three, because he played at Oklahoma State. When I, I guarantee he's a year or two older than I am. But I think he looks good. He's taking better care of himself, it looks like. He, you know, and if his health is good, here, here, keep doing what he's doing. He's 60. 60? Like I told you. Well, you're as shoot, bad as Jeff. I'm old. 
Don't compare me to Jeff. It'll be 61 in December. Okay. December 1st, right? Isn't December 27th. Oh, that was close. Yeah. <laughs> Two days after. That was Christmas. really close. <laughs> 26 days off in a 31-day month. Yeah. But that's okay. It, uh, so I thought he was only 60. I, I remember uh, the big deal when he turned 60. So you, I, I would still say over under four years. I say, I, I'd say under. 64, I'd probably say 64. Because I, I, I know a lot of that stuff, that NIL and that stuff is wearing coaches out. That transfer portal. It's got to it's gotta wear you it wears, out. It wears me out, and I'm not even associated. He has a new team every year. Uh, and a lot of colleges are doing that now. I mean, the, the, the great thing in the NCAA tournament, when you see teams that, that have a – like San Diego State, those guys have been together four or five years. They make the Final Four. They make a great run. That that those are the teams that are really really. That won't happen much anymore. No, no, that's that's the rarity of college basketball. Because what you're building now is are teams and not programs. You're right. building teams from a year to year basis, and yeah, your tradition helps, and your your amount of nil nil money obviously will play a part in that. Um, but it's the romance is is leaking out of college sports. Yeah, you can't you, you can't identify with them. You 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 get to where you really like them and say, "Man, this guy's great." And next thing you know, he's gone to the NBA or going overseas or going to another school. And that's not necessarily uh, anti NIL because I believe athletes do deserve uh, to get some compensation, but how you control it throughout the entirety of your athletic department. It gives me a headache to even think about. I'm, I'm going to get Corey Torgerson on here. At you some, should. He'd he, be good. He's uh, Who knows more about compliance than him? Than uh, Corey, who's been at Wichita State a long time. Uh, that, he will be a good guest. i got to make that happen. Uh, frequent frequent uh, visitor to Taco Shop. Is he really? He is. Out there at 21st and Rock? Yep, 21st and Woodlawn. 21st and Woodlawn. All right, we'll take a break, everyone. We've got uh, Zach Cleaver coming up at 340. We'll talk to him for our five-question segment. He's a new boys basketball coach at campus, replacing uh, my co-host, Chris Davis, who has retired. Uh, we'll see for how long he's retired. He says he says he's not going to return to coaching. I We'll see. We'll get that's one of my questions for Zach. <laughs> we'll put him under the microscope coming up at about 340. Uh, Here's some Eagles, Randy Meisner, who passed away yesterday at the age of 77. I'll have some thoughts on that when we come back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. All right, this is the police walking on the moon from 1969. Of course, the moon landing happened in July of that year. Um, somebody on Twitter, and I'll always call it Twitter, by the way. Not Twitter X? No. Uh, says that this will be the first time Wichita State and Friends have played uh, since 1943. Wow. That's a long time. That is a long time. Do you know Hoke Auditorium at Bethel College? Big, beautiful building yeah. as you go in campus. You know who played the first game? KU. That KU and, and Bethel played. Yeah, Fog Allen brought his team to open that arena up. There were uh, Those were different different times. Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, f- you know, friends coming to play Wichita State. That was around World War Two Second World War time, forty three, right? Yeah. Then in forty five, right? Eighty Man. years ago. Wow, well done. Somebody went to the archives for that. Yeah. Um, okay, Randy Meisner uh, takes me back. Obviously, I've been an Eagles fan since very early life. Uh, when I was probably seventeen, is when I first became really cognizant of the Eagles started to become a fan. They, they dislodged three dog night, which was at that time was my favorite band. And the Eagles nudged them out of first place. And of course, Randy Meisner was a huge part of the Eagles, their bass player, a vocalist, a great singer. And, uh, I was okay yesterday. It was almost like I was numb to the news of his death. And then today I'm sitting down here working, doing some things, and it just hit me, just hit me. So I've been posting about it on social media. Uh, made me very sad. I saw you changed your profile picture to Randy Meisner. Do you have a band like that in your in your world that just kind of took you over? Not Not really. I mean... No, but I'll say I'll say when some of these like these old timers in country music are dying and it, it'll never be like it was when Waylon and, you know, of course, Willie's still living, but Johnny Cash is gone. Waylon Jennings is gone. I mean, there's George Jones. I mean, yeah, <laughs> they, I mean, lost some icons, obviously. That's and, two of the original four band members of the Eagles now who are deceased, which is weird. And it causes you to reflect because, uh, you know, 
when you get to be my age, and, and I'm eight years older than you, you're 61? Yes. Seven years older than you. Uh, you start to really consider your own mortality. You can't help but think about it. It's, it's, we're closer to the end than we are the beginning, my right, friend. Right. I was playing golf with my cousin Lonnie the other day, and I asked him, I said, Lonnie, you have a will? And he goes, well, of course I got one. And I go, well, who's your attorney? He goes, well, he's dead. <laughs> I said, well, you better. But he, he said he said he wanted to get it updated and, find, you know, obviously. As a matter of fact, it was Jimmy Dodd's dad, Herb Dodd, a good friends with Weston and all right. of us that we went to school with. But uh, he said he's going to go find a new attorney. So well, let me know when you go because I said I need to get a will. Probably time. Yeah. I mean, I've never had one. I even talked to my principals going out the door at campus. Uh, you know, he says, you need to get that done. And uh, you're, you're right. We're close to the end. You're close to the end. But, uh, yeah, you don't like to dwell on that stuff, but it's, uh, it's, it's fact. It's reality. Yeah. Everybody's time is going to come. It's like John Daly said, God only is going to give you a certain number of heartbeats. You better enjoy every one of them. Right. And, you, and a guy like uh, Randy Meisner, who was young and vital and full of life and uh, a, a rock star, literally, uh, now 77 and had not been in good health for quite some time. Fortunately, Don Henley still going strong, and the Eagles are still going strong. 70, how old is Henley, 70? He just turned 76. Wow. Uh, and they're back on the road uh, next month. Are we going to get a stop in Wichita, you think? I've I've pleaded for one. I know. I saw that post. Yeah. Surely we will. Now, I don't know how much Interest Bank Arena controls those things. My guess is not much. Uh, I don't know how that works. And I'm I'm going to get somebody from Interest Bank Arena on this show to talk about it. Uh, because, you know, Interest has been missing out on some of the bigger touring acts. Uh, They've had some pretty good they acts have, lately. And I, this, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to be critical. Right. But it's they've missed out on some. I was looking at one earlier today, and and uh, Wichita wasn't in the mix, and I can't even remember uh, who it was. Um, but it's important to get big shows, and and the Eagles, this is their final tour. Now it's going to last a while, in my opinion, but it certainly should include a stop in Wichita, right? Uh, oh yeah, definitely. And they, they've always sold out here. I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't. They've always had. Great crowds. Well, they announced the first leg of the tour, leaving yeah, some right. dates, and they've they've be, they've basically added a second date to every city they've been in. Uh, they are an amazing touring band because for fifty years they've been able to fill arenas and, in some cases, stadiums uh, for that long. It's amazing. Legacy. That's what it does. I mean, they're, they've made an impact on a lot of people, young and old. No doubt. 869-1240, if you'd like to get in uh, with uh, myself, Chris Davis. I see now the temperature is up to 104 degrees. So it probably feels like about 110. And we're due to be above 100 uh, for the next week or so, I believe. Which you know, is did we ever hear Mer Merrill Teller talk about feels like? Or seasonal carriers that feels like temperature. I mean, what's the, uh, seriously, is that a new term that's 
we now use? I don't know. It's, like? it's a combination of it's heat hot. and humidity. Uh, it's supposed to be a hundred or higher till next every Thursday. day of the week until next Friday. Okay. okay. Um, and then it's supposed to drop into the nineties uh, for a good stretch. Hopefully Just, that ninety-two would feel almost yeah. cool. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. But we got spoiled. I mean, July 4th weekend, and it was beautiful. It wasn't like, you know, it's not like we've had a full summer of this, you know. So, But I, you know what is amazing is how much weather affects our life. And we just, you know, how you dress, you know, what you're going to do at night, you know, where you're going to go. I mean, it yeah. determines an awful lot in our lives. Yeah, it's hard to go out when it's this hot. Yeah. Um, I just saw Ted Woodward, our good friend, Ted, the sports head, who is a great follow on Facebook, uh, because he's into history and he posts all kinds of historical, uh, what happened stuff. on this day 80 years ago? Well, that's interesting. You mentioned what happened on this day 80 years ago. Bill Bradley was born. Really? Bill, Senator Bill Bradley, Senator Bill Bradley, 80 years was born old, 80 years ago today, Bill Bradley, of course. Scored 58, 58 points in against an NCAA tournament third place game against Wichita State back in 1965. Of course, they don't have third place games in the NCAA tournament anymore. Uh, but uh, the Shockers were dejected after losing in the semifinals to UCLA. That's right. UCLA scored 118 in that game. <laughs> Who was coach Gary Thompson the coach? That was Gary. That was uh, Gary Thompson was the coach, first year after Ralph Miller, and poor Gary lost Nate Bowman early in the season due to academic ineligibility, and then at the semester he lost Dave Stallworth out of eligibility, used right. up his eligibility, and he went out to uh, uh, Oregon to play in the Final Four without those guys, and they still had some good players, but they had no size, and UCLA just just scored at will. Do you remember those? Do you remember that? Absolutely, I remember it. See, I was, that was in the 60s. I was 10 years old. Okay. Um, I really, the 70s were when I started really, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how far I can go back with soccer basketball. But I do, I, I, I guess really I started paying attention when in that Harry Miller era. In First year, my father and I went to soccer games. My my aunt was a professor at Wichita State, and she got two season tickets every year. Mm -hmm. And in 1961-62, uh, she started giving those tickets to my dad, and we started going to every game in that season, 1961-62, when I was just a pup. Seven I was seven years, years old. old yeah. Crying out loud. Uh, so from that time on, we attended almost every Shocker home game until my high school year. And that was Henry Lovett still? Yes. They were playing there? That had to be pretty close to a new arena, wasn't it? In Built year? in 1955. Okay. And in those days, you could smoke in the arena, and the haze was just, <laughs> it was crazy. But, man, what a time to be a Shocker fan because they were incredible. Uh, and the teams that played there were incredible. So, yeah, great memories from that time.
All right, Zach Cleaver joins us. He is the head boys basketball coach at campus. He is here for our five questions segment. Hello, Zach. Hi, Bob. How are you? Hey, we're happy to have you on. We're going to play a little intro and get going, okay? Sounds great. There it is. You know you've hit the big time when you hear that. Uh, so, Zach, I've got uh, a guy you know here with me, Coach Davis, co-hosting today. I'll let him get started. Oh. What do I have to start with? This? The fir- with the first question for you, Zach. Okay. Hi, pal. How are you? Hey, Coach. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. All right. I'm, I'm going to start off. The number is four, okay? The number is four. Okay. You got to understand, this is an emotional young man right here that's taking over the seat. Are you over or under four technicals for the year? Uh, I, I'm hoping under, Coach. I'm hoping under. Uh, I'm, I'm a lot. I've learned this summer. I'm a lot less uh, strung up standing than I am sitting. So that that's helped. But I'm I'm going under. How many uh, technicals did you get in your head coaching career? Uh, you can count them on one hand. Really? Yes. And a couple of them were for being at half court calling timeouts, just trying to get the attention of officials. Yeah. Zach will tell you. A lot of foot Interesting. stomping. A lot of foot stomping. They didn't like that. A lot like of that. foot stomping. But I go I go every July 3rd, um, there's a Wichita officials' huge 4th of July bash party. So I always went to those parties to butter up those officials. So I got in good with them early. Good idea. Uh, all right, Zach, I'll I'll come at you with a question. Uh, okay. Here you are now. You're you're on a radio show with with the guy you're replacing. Uh, tell me, uh, tell me. I, now, I know you want to continue some of the things Coach Davis uh, did while at campus. He obviously had a very successful run, but. What's what's something maybe you want to tweak a little bit? Uh, I mean, coach has taught me so much. I've been I've been underneath Coach Davis for eight years, so uh, my my whole coaching career I've been under coach, and we we've done a lot of things. I think one thing that he did really well was he let his assistants uh, do a lot of initiatives that they thought uh, could benefit the program. Uh, one thing that I kind of that we that we kind of cut down on this year was we we did get and that we implemented was we we joined uh, the greater wichita area league uh summer league and so we played that and i know i know coach uh we didn't do that in the past and so that's something we've already kind of initiated uh just get some of our younger kids we we have a lot of kids that play full year-round basketball and we have a lot of kids that don't and so it kind of got our younger kids our jv and our freshmen in a league uh, playing against Mays area people and stuff like that, and and the Wichita area, and so I think that's something that uh, we implemented, trying to trying to get our younger kids to play that maybe don't play on the MAYB circuit or or different ones like that. So that that was kind of so, uh, the first thing I kind of took over this year. So what I heard you say there is that Coach Davis was foolish not to do that before. Uh, not foolish, <laughs> just uh, just directed his mind towards the varsity. And well, he doesn't have a sense of humor at all. I'd much rather. I'd much rather. He's right. He, here, if it wasn't varsity, that our kids didn't get to play a lot of organized basketball unless they did on their own. And and Zach's done a great job of including those freshmen and and sophomores in into playing this year with with without a doubt. So uh, that is that, uh, that that's good because they they're all going to help you someday. 
What's your next question? I want to know. Uh, a lot of people don't know that you were a tennis player at at Baker University. I want to know what your career tennis record was at Baker. At Baker, not very good, Coach. <laughs> I was the uh, I was the only I was the only person on the Baker tennis team that uh, either wasn't a state champion or uh, not foreign. So uh, I was I was from southwest kansas 3a school and and unfortunately had to play wichita collegiate in high school a bunch so uh, i got molly a lot not, that's so not a good recipe it was not a good recipe so i was below average if if i could if if i could take a set and get four games i was pretty happy but you know at, at college they still pay you the same no matter if you suck or if you don't in tennis so so that was nice uh, Zach Cleaver, our guest, head boys basketball coach at Campus High School. Uh, so you've got a ready-made big-time player in Andr- Andrell Burton. Uh, tell us about, uh, you know, inheriting a guy like uh, You've obviously had a lot to do with his development as a coach at Campus, but now you're the head coach and you've got this guy. Uh, what's, what's the ceiling for, for Andrell Burton? Man, he's a he's a phenomenal player, and uh, we've been blessed the last couple of years to have some some great players come through our program, and so that's kind of helped me as a coach adjust to uh, how to help them individually. Uh, the best thing about Andrell, he's really really self driven. So he's one of those kids. He he was a freshman with Sterling Chapman and Stevie Strong, and so he learned his ethic and his work ethic from them on being in the gym, being first in, uh, last out and how important it is to take care of your body. And so he's he's really easy to uh, get in the gym. Now, whenever you get him in the weight room, it's a little different. I mean, he's a slim frame, 6'7", so that's kind of been our focus is trying to get him stronger, especially this summer, and we'll work on it again in the fall, uh, kind of trying to develop his body, develop his eating habits. And, uh, you know, really – He's such a great kid. We're actually trying to get more of a dog in him. He's uh he's such a nice kid. He doesn't take a lot that you know, he doesn't go out there and we've had some players in the past that really just go at, you know, they don't like anybody on the court. And Andrell, he he likes everybody. So getting him to kind of mentally focus and get that killer mentality is kind of what we've been developing this summer. But I mean he had a great junior year. Uh, you know, he was uh honorable mention or second team all state. And I mean there's not a lot of players that had a better summer than him. So his ceiling is is very 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 high right now. He's on an unofficial uh, visit to Drake right now, and I mean I'm sure on this weekend he'll be hitting me up to get in the gym and to work on a shot and uh, hit the weight. So his ceiling though is, is it's something special. His body's just now coming along to where to where he's uh, not getting pushed around. All right, that's a good answer on that one. So uh, I'm sure my son told you that part of five questions is you getting to ask a question. You can ask sure. it of both of us or just one of us. You probably have, uh, maybe you don't have any questions for Chris. Maybe you've asked them all. Uh, but what's your <laughs> question for us, Zach? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, okay, I got I got a question for each of you. Okay, Coach, you've coached a lot of great players in your day. Who is the best player, in your opinion, that you've coached and why? That's a good one. It's one A and one A, uh, without question. It's 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 Sterling Chapman and Javen Tindall. There you go. You can't uh, differentiate no, no, between no. the two. Would never do that. 
never. But those, those are the two. Yeah, those two guys were just dogs. Just Javen just uh, Javen wasn't as much as a dog as Sterling was, but Sterling wouldn't even want to look at. He coaches so right that Sterling would. He he didn't care who you were. I mean, he he would just go at you and just talk and uh, back up everything that he would say. And J- Javen was more quiet a little bit, but his game did all the speaking in the world. That well, those are two pretty good ones. But yeah, those two, without a doubt. All right, there you go. You have one for me, Zach. I do, Coach. If uh, if if I get you a ticket and a pass for this year's home versus derby game, uh, can I can I get you in a Colt shirt and get you here? Boy, that's <laughs> that's a tough one, man. You you're asking me to turn on my on my Panthers. Uh, yeah, I could probably. Well, I don't know. I don't know if uh, Coach Flory would like that, but yeah, I'm 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 with you. Better get a four right. X. I love uh no we don't we're not quite there. But I love my I love my Panthers but we're all for uh, the Colts as well. I appreciate it. Now Derby's going to be pretty good, right? Am I right about yeah. that or not? Yeah, they got they we, we I mean I think we're in a very underrated league uh top to bottom. I mean Mays is always good year in year out. Mays South's going to have a really good team this year. Hutch came off of a very very good year. And then, of course, you got you know Derby's Derby has has a lot of really good players on their team. So, so it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun, exciting year for us. There's some great coaches in that league. That Hutch coach there is are. one of the best, and they're gonna be around for a while. I got a feeling they're they're gonna be pretty good. Yep, yep. He's he's good. We he he's really turned around that program. Well, Zach, that was fun uh, getting uh, the current and the former campus coach together we appreciate it best of luck uh yeah yeah, there you go best of luck uh coming up this basketball season well i sure do appreciate you guys having me on all right there uh there you you go zach cleaver the head boys basketball coach at campus high school as i've said to you many times the next step in taking that program to even another level is a new gym you buy it? Yeah, I'd, I would buy it. Let's just get a bond issue going in that yeah. district. That's it. They need a new gym down there. They've They've got, they, we need a lot of things. We need a lot of things down there. And it's got to start. Well, thanks for coming in today. Hey, Appreciate thanks for it. having me. Always good a pleasure. All right. Have a good weekend, everybody. It'll be uh, yours truly and Jeff here on Monday. Have a great weekend. Stay cool. Have a good time.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.